right, we're back with another episode of the 132 Breeze Podcast. As always, this is Marlo joined by Casey. It is Rivalry Week. Yeah. Bears Packers, it happened. How are you doing, Casey? Good. Uh, seems like by all the hemming and hawing from before we hit the record button, better than you. <laughs> better than you, so that's, uh, I guess that's not good, but I'm glad I'm the one not being disappointed in huffing and puffing, so... I am doing all right. Uh, fall is in the air. Did we talk about it? I think it was still warm last week, but it was definitely yeah. was not this week. So it definitely felt like fall, a little more like football weather. Leaves falling from the trees, Marlo. Here we are. It's now it's here. halfway through October and fall is here. <laughs> we did it. We made it. Um, yeah, the, it, the, the, the crisp, cool air has, has flown in. Trees are changing colors, and uh, yeah, it feels like football. I did go out on Thursday night. I didn't go out. I was taking the garbage to the curb. Anyway, gotcha. Um, Got lit. <laughs> yeah, lit. Crazy, crazy Thursday night, and uh, I thought I saw frost, but it was oh. just actually uh, the street light reflecting off the dew. So I had a moment where mm. I was like, "Is that frost?" And then I went inside. It was like forty-eight degrees. Did you see like, your breath? Have you seen your breath yet? A little too early. A little too early for it to be frost. No, I haven't seen my breath. I don't think. Okay. I don't no think. No breath settings. Uh, it was, yeah, out on the the soccer fields on Saturday. It was cold when the without the without the sun. When the sun went behind the cloud, it got a little chilly um, up there rooting on the, the little ones. But, yeah, brisk fall, brisk fall weather. So here we are, Marlo. We have a week. But before we get into that, Let's start talking about college football, and most importantly, our Wisconsin Badgers tomorrow. Wisconsin yeah. beats Army twenty to fourteen. A, I, I don't night unexpected night game, strange uh, night game. How did yeah. I, it was strange unexpected game. that this got moved to a night game? In my opinion, um, kind of from the outside. But you got another night game, Marlo. How did it? I mean, did it feel any different than a normal night game, or was it so, still the same uh, energy? Yeah, so, hand up, I didn't go to the game. Hmm. Uh, so, I experienced it just like you did from the couch. But... You were a little more responsive, Texan. I probably should have picked up on that. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, it's, I mean, I was... Uh, I was. I just got back from a trip Friday late late Friday okay. night. Sure. And I was debating where to go. It was like, you know, obviously it was going to be a high-powered offensive game. Um, it was at night. It was late. And end of story, I ended up, didn't end up going. Yeah. So, um, so as for the atmosphere, I'm sure it was great. The tour was fantastic. It seemed, we can talk about, is it, I got asked this question quite a, not quite a bit, a couple times, but um, does it seem weird to root against Army? The United States Army, <laughs> like, like we're just we're just just constantly you know cheering against the people that are going to go out and you know make sure we're a free country. Yeah. Um, well, I think in a general sense, no, but I do think some of the cheers that we did in the student section you probably shouldn't do towards <laughs> Army players. <laughs> I would feel a little bit weird about that. But in general, yeah. you know, I, I don't feel bad rooting against them. But, yeah, I would, uh, you know, some of the cheers in which you're wishing ill upon them probably hold off on those. Yeah, speaking of cheers, I did notice in the broadcast, I think it might have been the first time they panned the crowd and the crowd was definitely in the middle of doing their famous eat shit 
Like, oh, chant. yeah. Did you see? <laughs> they, they kept it on the crowd for so long. I was like, are they going to turn away? Do they, uh, do they, can they hear what the crowd is saying? Because this is... I don't, you couldn't... I don't think... Like, if you didn't know... You know what I mean? Like, I could. I could put yeah. it out. They didn't have it, like, fully mic'd, but, like, I could pick it out. Yeah. I'm sure a bunch of West Coast people around the country, but, like, probably no one else. No. You know I, what I mean? Uh, but, yeah. Yeah. No, I... Yeah, it is It is funny when they do that. Um, I thought there was a thing with Jump Around, but now I can't remember it. So, whatever. Okay. Cool. Okay. But, yeah. So, that's it. That's the... Yeah, that's the report on the atmosphere. I was on my couch. Taking in, taking in the broadcast. Oh, it was a Big Ten thing. You could tell it was on the Big Ten network because they didn't show the student section race. They didn't right, do. Right. They didn't do that. We're going to keep it here for <laughs> jump around, <laughs> and then you have to wait two minutes awkwardly. Yeah. Uh, they cut away and came back for it. So that was that was the jump around thing. Yeah. And uh, what's is it? Who was who was on the call? Was it Leonard? Uh, I don't player. I oh, uh, I, I forget his name. Anyways, it's a dumb story. He talked about how he jumped around when he was playing in 2008, and I was trying to remember that game, and then I couldn't. And that was a great story to tell on the podcast. So, should we talk about the actual game? Laurenitis. Laurenitis, that's right. I was thinking yeah. Leonidas, or like whatever the 300 guy was. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> I know that's not right. Uh, Laurenitis. Yeah. He was on the call. He was on the call. I lo- I had a joke about him too that I didn't write down and forgot. Good stuff. Good stuff. Good stuff. All right. Way to go. <clears throat> All right. Tw- uh, 2014 was the final. We were 14 point favorites, and it looked like for, I don't know, what, three quarters of the, almost three quarters of the game, uh, we were going to hit that mark just by virtue of our defense um, holding Army. But then, surprise, they threw the ball a couple times. Yeah. Opened up the defense, made it a lot closer uh, than we thought getting the two touchdowns on. All things considered, pretty seemingly pretty easy drives. Yeah. So yeah, for what a little a little over half this game, they Wisconsin's defense was doing exactly what we talked about last week. They were stopping, stopping the run, and not allowing not allowing the pass. Even though I think what they had one pass attempt in the first half. I think maybe maybe not. I can't remember. They did not have a completion in the first half. Did they have an if attempt? They, I don't know if they had an attempt. I know they didn't um, have an incompletion. Okay. But anyways, they were stopping to run. You kept them off the scoreboard, and you're exactly where it was at. And that was a good thing. Flip it up, and here it comes to our worries about finishing games here. No matter yeah. what game it's been, we've not been able to, to finish, minus uh, Illinois. But they decided, I mean, of the passes they did throw in the second half, I think they had, uh, I think they had a career day in passing. <laughs> <laughs> due to those, due to the four passes they completed, especially on that drive where we thought the game was away. I think this, one, I thought the game was away because we were up two scores. Yep, um, and they end up s- scoring in I think two or three plays on that drive, yep. which was which was scary. So, you know, the D line slash linebackers do what they're doing, and then once once they open <clears throat> they open things up and got covered or try to do coverage downfield, it was more of the same story. <laughs> Yeah, a little disappointing. They, their touchdown drive uh, was eight plays, fifty-four yards. But I think it was just the last two that were were big, uh, big gainers uh, on that play to get it thirteen to seven. And I mean, what I guess was it ever a worry? Were you ever worried that we were going to lose this game, Marlo? 
I wasn't worried. I got curious. Let's say I got curious um, when they did make it one score. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, yeah, I did. I yeah. got curious when they make it one score because when, it, especially since it was truly, if they got a touchdown, they could take the lead because we missed that extra point. And I was like, it's just going to take. It takes one fluke play at that point. Yeah, I would. Even when they got the touchdown, I was like, okay, you know, I still felt pretty good. But then after we punted, and then luckily, uh, we immediately got the um, forced to fumble or what have you on the yeah. next on that resulting series. But once we punted, we went eleven plays, forty yards, and it was just like all this under stuff, all these short runs, and we just weren't able to get any of the big plays in the second half um, that it seemed like we needed. And that's where I got a little worried. Uh, and then obviously when they scored <laughs> to make it 20-14, yeah. to 14, I got a little worried. Although I, at that point it was hard press. Uh, I did want to mention, I, I sent this, I meant to send this to you, but I sent you to the group text. On the onside kick, <laughs> it doesn't seem fair that you can just kick it at a guy and then light him up like that. Like that kind, I think, should be a defenseless receiver. If you kick it in the air and you hit a guy like that, that's a penalty. True. But but because it's an onside kick, that's not a penalty. That doesn't seem right to me. It makes yeah. onside kicks even more impossible than they already are, or improbable than they already are. But like, you can't just kick it at a guy and then hit him in the head with your helmet to try and jar the ball loose. That doesn't seem within the spirit of the way the game is trying to be called these days. Yeah, I think after I saw that, I mean, we don't see many onside kicks with much contact anymore, but after I saw that, I was like, oop, they're probably going to take a look at how we're going to do onside kicks because of that. Because they try to take those type of collisions, they're trying to take those type of collisions out. Obviously, that one was done and it was done inside the rules. So, yeah. um, Yeah, no, I completely agree with you, though, in this... I guess error of football. It doesn't seem like it, it. It's going to. It should be. It doesn't seem like that should be a, a legal play. Um, <laughs> yeah. Sorry. T.J. Watt's yeah. going to get a, a. I think a, some sort of unnecessary roughness penalty because he was like over like overhand punching at the ball <laughs> as the guy was getting held up. It looked really bad, <laughs> but it, he was just punching for the ball anyway. Um, so I was laughing at that. Um, yeah, so I don't know if they like I look. I'm not trying to over legislate the game or anything. I'm just saying, uh, yeah, he's like just punching him. Uh, <laughs> that looked um, looked a bit weird. Uh, all right, next takeaway I had, Marlo. Um, I guess this would be. I didn't do the good great, but I guess this is kind of falling into it. Uh, good, I guess, would be the defense there in that we didn't even really have to worry, even though um, the great I think is Braylon Allen. Yeah. Uh, a great game, 16 carries, 108 yards, a touchdown. Um, I think he put it on the ground, but I think he was down. Um, but a really good game, really showed a lot of progress. It was weird in the middle of the game where it seemed like we were kind of sputtering, I, I guess the third quarter more specifically, um, where it seemed like the offense was sputtering with uh, Malusi in there. Uh, where you wanted to see him more, so I guess that I'm just a little surprised that that's already where I'm at in the, <laughs> the Braylon Allen experience. Yeah, yeah, you're all you're all in on Braylon Allen. I am. And- I'm emotionally all in, and I have to be <laughs> even more now because uh, Granado or whatever. No, that's the whatever the third tailback is out for the season now. Yeah, 
Right. So yeah, we're down to well, yeah, we're pretty much down to Malusi and and uh, and Allen. I don't even know who yeah. else is back there. I think then it's Shipper. I think that's who you got. Brady okay. Shipper. All right. <laughs> All right. We're going we're going with that. Yeah. Uh but no yeah, another hell of a game. Two games in a row with the uh, with with the 100 yard 100 yards effort um plus the touchdown looking well. You could see in his if you want to call it maturation. Uh he's starting to see the feel a little better. He's making those mm-hmm. making the cutbacks, making the reads. Uh yeah, it's all good. Yeah. For sure. Uh I guess next thing we always got to touch on, we always got to talk about. I mean, he is the quarterback, so that's only fair, but uh Graham Mertz not in the good or great column. No. Not even in the manage of the game well column, I would say. Not not Ooh. in that either. Um eight of fifteen hundred twelve yards. Uh no touch. I guess you ran the ball. He had what the Two he had the bootleg. Sessions. He had the bootleg and the sneak, right? Yes. Bootleg and the sneak. Yep. Uh no interceptions, but did fumble on the opening drive. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So Brandon Allen did fumble, but it was recovered. Uh, I think by himself. I think he fumbled and it bounced. But yeah, bounced back to him. Yeah. Okay. Um, look, he he didn't need to do much. Mertz, that is. Mm-hmm. I just he left me wanting once again, Marlo. Uh, and I think the thing that sticks out to me the most, and the reason we didn't put this game away, third down conversions, three of ten, and it wasn't. It didn't feel like it. I I don't have an average yard to go, but it didn't feel like they were long yard to go third downs. It felt like we were getting a push. It felt like we were getting short thirds downs, and we were not completing them. And that's kind of I'm going to kind of hang that on Mertz in this game. And that's where I guess as a game manager, whatever I'm, whatever low expectation I now have for him, right in this season. Uh-huh. I don't even think he lived up to that because we needed to move the ball more. We needed to put this game away, and we didn't. Yeah, um, yeah, we got a little good Mertz, bad Mertz. Yeah, bad Mertz. At least it's not good Mertz, terrible Mertz. Like the first drive where he fumbled it, I think a collective, collectively, all of Wisconsin just kind of all threw our hands up at the same yeah. time. There's a big whiff of win from that. I felt it. Um, but I mean, before after that, he kind of calmed down and he had like he was what are you fifteen? He was a seven for eight. His first eight attempts, I think, was seven for eight, and then after that, he was one for whatever. Yeah. Um, and that's kind of and that's kind of where it was. No interceptions, but there was one that could have been. And, but um, I don't know. I I I get what you're saying. I I see. In this game, I see I saw more of him looking downfield, finding receivers, and like finding the right receivers. Right. Well, even his place. even his deep ball at the prior, he underthrew. It got called for pass interference because he yeah. underthrew it and he had to come back through it. But if he just yeah. leads him in the end zone, that's a touchdown. True. But he under he underthrows it so much on those deep balls. True. Uh, so anyway, sorry. Yeah, I get it. Didn't have to do much, but he did. Did did just enough. Uh, game management, third down. Yep, not good. Uh, but I, I guess that's what. What are you gonna? What are? <laughs> this seems to be where we're at, right? He's gonna be. He's gonna be around, hovering around hundreds, low hundreds yards passing, right? That's that's where we're at. That's I guess, um, yeah. That's where we're at, and you know, if he's gonna have to do more, then he's. 
I don't know what's going to happen, but that's how we're going to have to manage this position. Oh, boy. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) That was not real. I don't know if that was meant to be reassuring, Marlo. It's not. not. It's not. It's not reassuring. It's very, it's truly worrisome until. Okay. They put the stat up there. And I guess I didn't realize like how that it was. They put this out their first game with the fucking five touchdowns, right? Yeah. And then since they we said he had more passing touchdowns in that game than he's had since. Is that true? Did I read that right? I can't remember. That could be. I think he only. I think he had his first one uh, last week. So. Yeah. So it's. He didn't have any last year. Oh my god! All right, that might be wild. true. All right. Ugh. All right. Well, next week, Marlon. Let's look at the next week uh, after. Uh, getting back to 500 now, three and three on the season, two and two at home. We travel to Purdue. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I guess we'll talk about more in Purdue in a second when we talk about the Iowa game. Let's just say a lot yeah. more nervous than I thought I was going to be for this game. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can tell you that. I, we got to prepare for three quarterbacks apparently. And it's, yeah, tough to do. Tough to do in the film room. Tough to do in the film room. But my only hope is that this was this. You know, you know when Purdue has these, right? It seems like. Every couple of years they have this game where they beat like a number two, number one, and then that's 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 their thing. Not to say that they're a bad team. Don't get yeah. me wrong. And not to say Wisconsin's a good team. Don't get me wrong. But <laughs> but historically speaking, they have like one of these and kind of you know. My only hope is that they blew their load on this one. Yeah. And they pull in Iowa next week. <laughs> yeah. Look, maybe they're just a good road team and throw home. Maybe. I don't know. Um, yeah. Two o'clock, Big Ten Network yeah. next week. Kind of a weird start time. Uh, they lost to Minnesota the week before they beat Iowa. So, yeah. Mm, do you want me to read the rest of the schedule? I think that was a big hit last week. I could do that. <laughs> no, we're good. I'm good. No, you're because, good. Okay. Because it means nothing. Because you read the whole schedule. And we said Iowa was going to go undefeated. Um, I did say that. <laughs> well, I said they should. I said they should, and I stand by it. So let's talk about it, Marlon. Um, okay. Iowa blows it. To Purdue, twenty four to seven, and uh, was it even that close? <laughs> no, it wasn't. Uh, I, I, this is so. This is the first Iowa game I've watched, start to finish. I, uh, yeah. you know, I watched the Penn State well, game. Yeah, but I, Penn I didn't State, get this. Yeah. I didn't get to see the end of it. I didn't see mm. it. Um, well, they so, won. They won that. Yeah. One. Spoiler alert. They won. <laughs> <laughs> but I was taken back by. Everyone had talked about Iowa's defense, right? Mm-hmm. That was that was their bell cow, and I was so that's what I was gearing up for. And I had to take it back. All these quarterbacks going in and out, and they always say if you have if you have two quarterbacks, you have none. Well, Purdue is out here trotting three quarterbacks, like it's a uh, like it's a hockey lineup, <laughs> in, and, in and out, and just driving this ball up and down the field on on Iowa, and. It, uh, and then on top of that, and on the flip side, their offense, I don't, like, this is a Wisconsin fan talking. It looked atrocious. <laughs> Absolutely atrocious. Yeah, so. it it did. And, I, I mean, I think I said this at one point that I think I was just a better version of Wisconsin this year. Like, yeah. they have the good, they have a good defense. Uh, they have a good running back. Goodson's, I think, a very good running back. But they have a quarterback problem. Uh, Petrus is not a good quarterback. And I meant to go back. I didn't have time today, uh, which I guess I, maybe I shouldn't admit on the podcast. But 
like so much of Iowa's points and um, in their previous games were off of turnovers, whether that be like a legit defensive touchdown or forcing a turnover um, and uh, forcing a turnover and having that having that short field. Yeah. Um, and they didn't get that in this game. In fact, they committed four turnovers um, on on the game. So. Um, their turnover ratio is plus 16 even after this game where they were minus 4. So they were plus 20 going into the game. And, I mean, they're just not well-equipped like Wisconsin to uh, to win a game where that where that happens. And, I mean, Petrus just laid an egg. And yeah, huge egg. I mean, he had two, two, two interceptions in the red zone. That doesn't help. Uh, and then I was also, you know, you watch you watch these games; they kind of go over where they're at, and like, watch seeing that Iowa, like Big Ten rankings, especially on the offensive side, were hanging out with Wisconsin. So, <laughs> yeah, the the you know the fact that they were this far and undefeated, it kind of goes it kind of goes to show you those stuff start to catch up to you if you don't you don't fix them. They had 16 interceptions in five games, Iowa did, on defense. Yeah. And this, I'm trying, I'm looking at this team stat page on ESPN. It sucks. It's not telling me. So, yeah. I mean, I still think Iowa's good. Yeah. I don't know. Were you, our our chat seemed a little mixed, Marlo. Were you disappointed Iowa lost or that they weren't as good as they, um, seemed to be or were you cheering for it or where did you land on, on this were you laughing at no, Iowa I was wholeheartedly laughing at Iowa <laughs> um, <laughs> screw them no I th- I so the 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 narrative that was going on is do we cheer like why are you cheering or is it cheer against Iowa because if you do your cheer your hypothetical like hypothetical is not the right word but you're Seemingly cheering against like the Big Ten, putting teams in position for national titles, right? Yeah. Yep. Um, or even even just to challenge Ohio State. Sure, and it's just like, you know, it's those things. Those things are going to shake out, but at the end of the day, I think everybody that watched college football knew, like that knew that Iowa, good team, but not like great team, not you know, not top tier team. And I will cheer. I'll cheer against Iowa for that reason alone. Because we do, what we don't need is Iowa being over Blake and then find their way in the college football playoff and just getting getting, getting housed. Yeah. And then that that becomes the narrative for the Big Ten. Yeah, that's true. I was just, uh, I guess, relieved that. And I just we just had so many almost special Wisconsin seasons. Not that they've been bad or anything, but it's yeah. like we're one win away from having a truly special season. Uh, and we you know trip up at Northwestern or or Illinois or whatever. Uh, and I was just kind of I wasn't I felt how how should I phrase this? Because good is too broad. I, it felt nice to see it happen to somebody else. It right, felt nice right. to be like, I know what you're feeling, and it sucks, and I'm glad it's happening to you. <laughs> you know, kind of feeling. Yeah. So, I guess yeah. that's how, how where I landed on it. All right. <clears throat> Speaking of things landing, Marlo, let's talk mm-hmm. about Tennessee Ole Miss game. 
I think I alerted you to this um, happening. I turned it on because it was close at the end. And uh, all, I guess to set the stage, uh, Tennessee was driving down five. They had a fourth down, and they had a play where uh, the wide receiver caught the ball and came up a half yard short of the first down. They reviewed it, and the announcer said, he's short of the first down, it's Ole Miss ball. And the fans just started throwing stuff out of the field. Water bottles, golf balls, whatever they had, they were throwing onto the field, uh, onto the bench, onto the field. They... Um, all the Miss players had to like move towards the center of the field so they weren't getting pelted. Uh, Lane Kiffin got hit with a golf ball that was thrown. Um, Who carries the, golf balls into the game? I, Tennessee fans, I don't know. I don't. The announcers were saying this, and well, I'll talk about the announcers in a second. Um, like the cheerleaders in the band like left because they were getting hit with stuff. It was mayhem. I've never seen anything like this, and I was get on my pedal, so Marlo. Yeah. Sickened by it. I was I was firing off tweets and texts. I was very You were lit up about this. It was embarrassing. It was Bush League. It was awful. It was actually awful. Um So before I get into that, there was still a minute left in the game. Tennessee <laughs> had all three timeouts, and in fact, they had a chance to win the game. So the fact that the fans inserted themselves into the game in such a manner, uh, when their team had every right to win, and I, it seems like that, I, I don't know, and I was frustrated because if they would have came out and win, it's like, did their them disrupting the game benefit Tennessee some way because they got the result? It probably didn't matter in the end. But I was just... The announcers were kind of cracking jokes, like, who brings a golf ball? Uh, Lane Kiffin's cracking jokes after the game. Um, and, like, everyone's, it felt to me, took it so unseriously. And this is, like, such a breach of, like, what being a fan is. You don't get to interject yourself in the game. You don't get to throw stuff at people. That is just, it, completely unacceptable. If I didn't, I didn't. By the time we're recording, I don't think there's been a punishment levied or anything. I assume Tennessee is going to get fined for it. But Marlo, if you will continue, allow me to continue to rant. Yeah. Oh, go for it. I that doesn't punish the fans. I sure. think they should have to play a home game without fans. Oof. I think Damn. that should be their punishment. Then the fans don't get to see a home game. Possibly the team loses because they don't have that home field advantage. I think that is an absolutely fair punishment for the way in which they react. They acted, got kicked out of the student section, flooded back in, and threw more stuff. It is absurd. It was an embarrassment. It was a breach of what fans should be and do, and they should get punished. And that's the only way I can think to actually punish fans. All right, my rant's done. Yeah. Um, no. <laughs> I don't know how to follow that up, but I, I, I do yeah. just. I should stop any my rants with rants done because that does put you in a pretty poor position to follow up. <laughs> <laughs> because I literally just feel I, I dropped the mic and say I'm done talking. You take it from here. So okay, yeah, Marlo, do, I, do you have anything to add, or do you want to go in another direction with this game or, well, or the reaction? Yeah, I want to go back. Yeah, I want to go back to the to the set the scene, rewind a little bit. Um, so as the fans are throwing stuff, so they stop the game, like you said. It looks at some point they're kicking 
the student section out. Yeah. Which, by the way, it wasn't only the student section. No. Things. Because they had to move the uh, move them from the bench, and that's where I was like, it's not the student section because the student section is not behind the bench, right? Y- yeah. Exactly. So. And so they yeah they kick all of them out, which they got out they got them out in like fairly fast fashion, if I'm being honest, which I yes, was surprised. About. I agree. Um, very fast fashion. They got the game started, but someone someone said, "Hey, we're going back," and those kids came running right back. And there's there's no way they were letting those kids back, and they just didn't have the manpower to keep the whole crowd right. Like they can't catch us all, type of thing. Definitely happened. Um, and though they probably shouldn't have, but like I just I just I thought it was funny to the fact of like being in the. I would like to be. I just like to be a fly on the wall inside the inside the stadium when that when that revolt happened. Um, but yeah, what should the punishment be? It's 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 tough. Like you're right. Like fining's not going to get the point across. That just hurts the school, and it's not going to be a fine enough where it, I mean it really matters, right? Um, and then kicking out the fans seems. I mean, it seems pretty hard. This is the type of stuff we do with soccer all the time, right? Like they, a couple bad fans will ruin it for everybody. Not all the time, but it's not pre- it's precedent. Am I correct in saying that? Yeah, yeah. There's been European matches played behind closed doors because of negative fan behavior. It's usually like racist stuff mm-hmm. or something. So yeah. uh, usually not necessarily player safety stuff. But yeah, there there have been European soccer matches where that has happened. Yeah, and so uh, as much as I think it's harsh, I think yeah, it might be something. The more I'm thinking about it right now, you might be right because you can't have, you can't set the precedent that if you do this, everything is going to be fine, right? If you start throwing things from the stand at players, it's fine. Like maybe you'll get a flag, but like you, as a fan, you're okay to do that. And like, yeah, I, 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 I've had you know almost 24 hours now, and I can't think of anything else that would, you know, get people in a crowd like that to either police themselves or like realize, Hey, this would be bad for us individually to do it. Cause if you throw something normally, right. And you're one person, you're kicked out of the game. Well, right. Hundreds, if not thousands of people were throwing stuff. We can't individually identify them. So let's kick all the fans out. It just, look, that's a lot of money that they would, I I presume refund. And so maybe probably a lot more than the fine would be. I mean, it is so, a lot of money. It's it's ticket money. If they did the games, concessions, it's all it's all that stuff, you know. But if you're finding schools for kids storming the field, and you just find them for here, I don't know. What, I, I and I can't find an in between. I just can't find an in between between. Uh, I I don't think they're gonna do that, what I'm saying, but my punishment no. and the fine. I can't find an in between. You know that maybe you don't have student section, but like we said, it wasn't just the student section. And that's not going to be popular, so it, it's probably just going to be a fine. But I feel like it should be more. And the more I think about it, the more I'm landing there, which is annoying to me. Uh, and Tennessee lost. They they had a yeah. shot to win yeah. way, after all this. Oh, uh, their quarterback gets hurt on the last drive. Maybe he doesn't get hurt if you're not throwing stuff on the field. I don't know. Um, <laughs> that was like a karma thing. That quarterback doesn't deserve that. I take I. I disavow my last statement um and then uh milton comes in the former michigan quarterback and on the last play uh from like the 30 yard line or whatever just runs out of bounds yeah that was weird but that 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 throw he had that throw that went right through the hands of the yeah. receiver it was high but he was up there and 
Man, if you would have came down with that, I don't know what would happen. We would probably wouldn't be talking about this. Um, <laughs> they would rush to feel it would have been like, mayhem. Yeah, <laughs> absolute mayhem. So. I still can't get over it. after the game. Lane Kiffin, while holding the golf ball that was thrown at him, was like, "Their fans were great tonight." You know what a <laughs> what a chaotic atmosphere. It's like, what are you? I'm pulling out my hair. I'm like, what are you talking about? Like. <laughs> And he just had this like whole hum, isn't the SEC great attitude about it? And I'm just like, I I, I was so baffled by it. Like just like uh, from a player safety standpoint, from a, a, a respect standpoint, I just did not get it. But maybe that's what who Lane Kiffin is and why people seem to love him. I guess <laughs> his voice sounds maybe. different than I remembered it sounding. <laughs> I don't know what I thought he sounded like, but it was different. There we go. That's all I have in life, Kevin. Anything else you got in this game, Earl? Um, no, that's it, because that's all, all right. I saw of it after you alerted me. Yeah. Other than that, <laughs> um, not a lot of great games across the board. A lot of blowouts. Yeah. A lot of primetime games are blowouts. Even Pac-12 After Dark turned out to be a blowout. Yep. Um, what do you yeah. think about, uh, really about the whole Sooner Oklahoma drama? Oh, it wasn't drama. It was drama before, but then obviously he put it. Williams put it to bed by having a great game against. I don't even know who they played, but um, they played TCU. Yeah, TCU. I mean, I thought once once they went to him and stuck with him, even when the game got close with the comeback. I I think I said last week. I don't know how you don't go back to him. Like I feel like you have to until he messes up. Yeah. And he didn't. He didn't in this game. He was really good. He finished with uh, his 1823, 295 yards, four touchdowns. And I was listening to a podcast, and they were talking about Spencer Rattler um, as a, I guess, as a pro prospect. And whoever the interviewee was, I don't remember who it was. So apologies uh, to him, who I'm sure is listening, um, and will know based on how I describe his point that I'm talking about him. Um, <laughs> He was very undersold on uh, Spencer Rattler and uh, didn't think he had, at least at going to the NFL prospect level, uh, you know, had a lot of areas he needed to improve and didn't have the athleticism of some of the other Oklahoma quarterbacks. Um, and he essentially sounded like, he didn't say, but sounded like he wasn't uh, shocked that uh, this had occurred. And I was a little bit surprised by that. So, yeah. But he was, he's been pretty bad. And uh, this other guy seems like he's electric. So, okay. and now after this game, I don't think that unless some he has a multiple interception, like four, three, four interception half. Right. I don't, I don't see him going back, even if how, they lose, and he's good. How much? Yeah, how much? Yeah, exactly. How, many, how much longer before we hear the uh, transfer transfer portal? Well, he's gonna go pro, so I don't think you he's, think gonna, he's just gonna go pro. He's just gonna go pro. I. Don't, uh, I don't know. I think he's just going to go pro because I think he thinks. I don't know why. I'm inferring I know anything about what he thinks. But yeah, uh, he came in with Heisman hype. He came in with top pick of the draft hype. Um, and I, I don't know how you go from that to being benched to transferring. I think you got to go to be benched, still seize on whatever momentum you had and, and go to the NFL. All right. I, I mean, he's going to be what? Middle round pick, fourth or fifth, 
I don't know. I I, don't, I, I mean, if I'm guessing. I mean, he's not going to be a number one round pick, right? He got benched. And, right, yeah. But I think he's going to go pro and not to the transfer portal because I think he can go pro. So, okay. There you go. Um, let's look ahead to next week, Marlo. I don't have it open, so let me click the link. Um, all right. Upset alert. Let's do upset alert first. I'll give, of course, Wisconsin over now 25th ranked Purdue. We got that one down. Oh, um, Purdue's ranked. We're gonna Purdue's, get a ranked win. I didn't realize that. Well, we yeah, we could get a ranked win uh, with. I mean, they beat Iowa. Yeah, lost to Minnesota. Lost to Notre Dame. At least closer than we did. Uh, but I yeah, I don't want to talk about that game. Let's move on. A um, lot of chances here, Marlo, because there's not a lot of good matchups. <laughs> not a lot of ranked versus ranked matchups. So, is there one? All right, so I got you. There's not there's not a ranked versus ranked matchup next week. There's not a ranked versus ranked. Okay. So, so you want to hear the upset? The board is wide open for the upset model. The board is yes, wide open. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm going to go with the hot streak because of the news that came out. But LSU beat Florida. I think yeah. during the streak they're going to they're going to take it to Old Miss this weekend. Uh, get a win over uh, get a win over Old Miss. Coach O, apparently it's going to be his last season there. They yeah. decided to separate ways, so it's a, he's on his farewell tour for the Gipper. The for the Gipper, I'm going to yeah, I'm going to go. L, I'm going to LSU over Ole Miss. I like that Ole Miss coming off that weird Tennessee win. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what their mentality is going to be. Their coach hanging them out to dry and just saying, "Oh, it's a chaotic environment while we're getting pelted with Gatorade bottles, <laughs> filled with brown substance." That's what he said afterwards. God, it's so baffling. <laughs> I don't think they'd waste their moonshine on me. It's like, okay, God. I don't know why I'm so annoyed by it, but I am. Um, okay, I'm going to go with uh, another riding uh, a recency here, Marlo. Uh, okay. That plucky army team, huh? Held Wisconsin, Whoa. covered relatively easily, 20-14. to 14. They're hosting Wake Forest, and Wake Forest is somehow ranked 16th, which just sure. seems weird. That seems very weird. Wins over Florida uh, schedule. Here we go, Marlo. Ready? Wins over Syracuse, <laughs> Louisville, Virginia, Florida State, North, and ODU. Um, Army can beat that. Yeah. Maybe. I think so. So watch out. 16th rate Wake Forest. That's on CBS Sports Network for all you who want to watch that because I picked it. Uh yeah, other than that, I don't know. I I'd like to see USC beat Notre Dame. I think that's on NBC. Uh, ABC game is Ohio State Indiana. Stop scheduling not good teams, please. ABC, these games have been so bad. I mean, this week is tough. Like I said, um, the CBS uh, LSU Ole Miss we talked about, and then uh, what was the? I thought yeah, Tennessee Alabama at, at night. That's not going to be close. Uh, at Alabama, so I think uh, few things will be thrown on the field. And no Pac-12 after dark, Marlo. No, no. You do have another Hawaii game kicking off at 11. I can't, so. I, I can't convince myself to stay up for after dark. It was very disappointing because I don't know why, but I actually kind of wanted Arizona State to beat Utah, and then they just did not show up for the second half, so that was disappointing. Um, and I, again, I don't know really why I was rooting for Arizona State to begin with. All right. So there you go. That's next week, college football. All right, Marlo. What we've all been waiting for, I know you've been waiting for. Moving on to the NFL. Packers-Bears. Packers beat the Bears 24-214. Whatever. Um, I will say 
I'm trying to think of how to say something without sounding like an ass. As part of the Packers pulling away at the end. How about that? What's that? You're proud, proud of, of them? Proud of, happy the Packers found a way to pull it away at the end of the game. Which is the kind of way I'm trying to dress up. It was closer than I thought it would be. No, <laughs> that's fine. It was it was closer than I thought it was going to be, too. Um, I think I, I would say if you pulled everyone that was on both sides, that's what that would be the answer, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, sheesh. I don't know. Like, let me just get it out of the way. Like, I, you know, the first the first drive looked well. Justin Fields looked good, mm-hmm. and then then and then the defense looked good, and then all was well. And then you know, Aaron Rodgers came in and did whatever he did in the second quarter. But there was mistakes made on the Bears' side. But I can't. I just can't. I can't. I. It's been like I've ever since I saw that. Ever since they the mics picked up Aaron Rodgers, and I can't get out of my head because I knew I had to come and talk about it, and I knew that's all I was going to talk about, and there's probably going to be freaking T-shirts, and there's nothing I can say about it, but freaking Aaron, God, I don't know, like, yeah, his record's great against the Bears, yeah. you know, and I, like, this game wasn't his best as far as no, as far as statistics are goes right and i, I think like uh, the last it it wasn't his most prolific let's say that it wasn't his pro, most prolific and and i just feel like some of the last couple of games that have been at soldier this has been the the key like we've kept aaron i'm not gonna say in check but it's like he's made the two plays that have been that have that changed the game right like it just seems like two big plays that changed the game um, uh, for them, and that's it's just ah, I can't get over it. And now, like, I just got to live with it, and it sucks because there's nothing to say. And freaking Fox mics, god damn it! Okay, go ahead, I'm done. Yeah, yeah. So the fight, Mike's obviously picking up Rogers, uh, reminding the Bears fans that he still owns them. Which I mean, I get, yeah. I don't like that that's kind of the takeaway of the game now because I'd like to, you know, focus more on, on the game and the play. But now that's, you know, like you said, the sound bite and it's going to get overblown. Uh, oh, yeah. Well, that was where I was huffing and puffing. I was trying to find things and there's not a single article that that's not the headline right. of that game. Not one. It's right. so ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, and I think he said in his press conference he saw uh, some fan flipping him the double bird. And uh, he blacked out, and he said yeah. it was a good blackout or something because he, whatever. And, you know, it looked like a, a cool celebration. It was interesting to me that it's felt, I mean, with that reaction, and, I mean, he that was after he ran in uh, for what essentially was a game-winning touchdown with four minutes, three seconds left, making it 24-14, to 14, which was the final score. Um, I was surprised by the emotion, uh, the... Because, you know, we're fans. We feel emotion, right? We, you know, get into the rivalry and stuff, and it's cool. I think uh, when you see a player, especially the quarterback, kind of, it felt like he felt the rivalry or was in that moment embodying the rivalry in a positive on my side and obviously on a negative on your side. I'm sure that you did not appreciate the emotion um, no. in the same way, yeah. in the same way that I did. Um, 
you said uh, not his best game, and I, I was trying to get you off of that because I thought he Rogers played well. He didn't have flashy numbers like you normally only 109 normally expect uh, or would want to see out of a, a prolific quarterback. I don't know why I'm stuck on that word right now, but I am. Um, finishing with 195 yards and two touchdowns, but he kept he did what Mertz couldn't do. And I, I feel like too often when I'm watching these games now, I'm comparing the two, which there's really no comparison. <laughs> but I find myself doing this all of the time. Um, yeah. Last week when uh, the Packers came out and they like ran the ball down uh, the Bengals' throat in the first drive, I was like, just like Wisconsin. And I was like, why am I thinking this? They're comp- like, it's only in my mind is this. I mean, obviously they play in the same state, but whatever, yeah. you know. But only in my mind am I making these comparisons. It's so weird. Uh, but he was converting those third down. He was making uh, the plays when he needed to. Kept moving the ball. Uh, their touchdown drives were of 80, 90, and seventy-five yards. Um, so just moving the ball, being efficient, maybe that's a better way to put it, um, mm-hmm. and spreading the ball around there. Uh, and at the end of the game, watching um, A.J. Dillon running through a tired Bears defense was a very enjoyable way to end the game. And on a negative, the only thing I'll say on the negative side Defense was pretty banged up. Hopefully they get healthy. I think we were down uh, when Justin Fields was having his uh, fourth quarter drive. I think we were missing our two starting outside linebackers, two middle linebackers, a cornerback, and two cornerbacks and a safety. And it was like, who is even out there anymore? I didn't even know any of these numbers, and I watch every game. So a little banged up. Hopefully they get healthy um, <clears throat> and can you know continue going forward. Next week, anything else? On this game, I feel like I should talk about more about it. Uh, fields, Marl. Let's talk about Fields. Oh, oh man. Okay, let's do it. He um, had he had a, I think he had a pretty decent game. He had a pretty decent game. There was a couple mistakes that I want to blame on being a rookie. Um, I know he was well. He's trying to be a vet with the where he threw in interceptions. He thought there was a um, offsides penalty thrown. He's trying to pull a Rogers, right? Yeah. Guy jumps outside, saw a jump outside, could take it, took a shot. Uh, receiver didn't see that, and neither did, and then it wasn't called. Ended up being an interception. Actually, well, let's, we'll come back to that. Uh, but you know, besides that, he, you know, he was converting some thirds downs. He was making throws, and he was also what I was talking about last week, just scrambling uh, for a couple of those first downs, um, which was nice. And then to your point, got freaking <laughs> lit up when he was sliding. Um, and that that was a scary point, yeah. but I think somewhere in the middle of that game, so they started off the game, letting them open it up, letting them throw it around a bit. Somewhere in the middle, they stopped, and then they're like, "Oh, let's just do that again." Mm-hmm. And guess what? We scored a touchdown. So I think the only thing really holding him back is the play calling and not himself. Just saying. Some people are saying, I should say. Some people are saying that. Some people. Yeah. Are so yeah, the interception and almost other interception were him it's it's very much a college thing because it's that's what you would do in college you would throw it up where you think only your wide receiver can get it right that happens that's easy to do at ohio state you have the best athletes out there but in the nfl you might not be accounting for the other safety and the cornerback is just as capable of running that down as your wide as your wide receiver and those aren't throwaways anymore or the 
So I, I think he's got to get that out of his system. You know, if you're throwing it away, and I understand your point too, maybe he wasn't throwing away that first interception. I'm thinking more of the second one where yeah, it was almost caught at the back of the end zone. Uh, as far as I go, and he had another one that I think was pretty close that was that was relatively similar um, for that. But he had some plays where he just he is scrambling and he sets it. God, he just fires the ball in there, and it looks so good. Yeah. Uh, on the touchdown drive in the fourth quarter when Wisconsin just Wisconsin. See, I did it, Marlo. <laughs> They're fusing in my mind. This is insane. Where the Packers just decided, like, we're not gonna put any defenders in the middle of the field. <laughs> it was just like three seam passes in a row for a touchdown that looked really well. Wide receiver was relatively open, but he just zipped it in there, and that looked that looked pretty good. Um, I think needs to get more accurate on some of the short passes. A little more touch on those. Yeah, um, I agree with that. Would would be helpful, uh, and obviously showed his scrambling um, on the one play where the announcers were like, "When we had, were, uh, I forget the defensive lineman, but they was grabbing him by the back of the jersey, and he broke free yeah. and ran." And I was just like, he did a good job of recognizing he wasn't a passer anymore. He was running. He's like, a guy was grabbing him. He was just <laughs> running for his life. It was not like some thought-out decision. He just knew to run. Like, what? It was so funny. They were like, it was Craig Olson was the color commentator. Who yeah. was, uh, Thanks, G. Reg, yeah, third leg. A little, uh, I don't know, a little bear-friendly, but that's fine. That's fine. We got, uh, we're all right. Um, survived that. Uh Yeah. I thought he was good. Uh, you're on your third running back. He looked good. Herbert? Yeah, Herbert. He looked pretty good. Look good. He looked elusive, annoyingly. Yeah, elusive. And uh, uh, besides that, he actually had holes to run into. So also the line maybe jawing a little bit more than it did in the beginning of the season. Uh, go ahead. No, that's it. Is it Keem Hicks hurt? Did he hurt his groin? Is that what happened? Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think he re-injured his groin. There's nothing official oh, for that too. Okay. But it, he was, yeah, he was just reactivated this week for that groin. It looks like he pulled it again, but there's nothing official yet. Another great announcer moment. I think it was Greg Olson again. He said, uh, "You hope he's not holding his groin because he like started to say it." And I was like, "Yeah." In which way are you hoping he's holding his groin? <laughs> like, what's, the, what's the positive version of him holding his groin? <laughs> and he didn't finish his thought because I think he realized this is a dead end road. Let's uh, abandon, <laughs> abandon this come. Jump out the rolling car. Yeah. This isn't going to end well. All right. Uh, let's look at it next week. Uh, Packers play uh, Washington football team in Green Bay. Uh, Washington football team who had a very good half against the Chiefs and a very bad half. Um, seem to be catching the football team at the right time. They are kind of struggling a lot, I think. In my mind, they are. <laughs> yeah, they're 2-4 and four, uh, now, um, losing their last two to the Saints and the Chiefs. Uh, their defense, again, looked a bit better for a half, but their defense hasn't been what it was um, last year so far to this point. Uh, Chiefs put up 31 on them today, although you kind of expect that from the Chiefs. At this point, Marlon, feeling pretty good about it. Your Bears have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers going down to Tampa. Yeah. Um, this is a tough stretch of the schedule. Um, I'm going to look at it. Yeah. Go, yeah should I read Should schedules. I should I read through it? Do you want <laughs> yeah. me to? I can do it. No, I got it. Tough guys. We got Buccaneers, 49ers, Steelers, Ravens the next few games before we Oh, get we'll talk Lions. about the Ravens in a minute, yeah. Um, but yeah, going down, 
But it's Tom Brady. Hey, this is Tom, this is Tom Brady's revenge games. The game they lost last year. Just saying. Um, but not not the same defense. Buccaneers mm-hmm. don't have the same defense, but their offense is freaking rolling right now. So we'll be uh, it'll be strength on strength. Yeah, I think you will. Um, hopefully, Akeem, for your your in the Bears' sake, Akeem Hicks can go because, like, write the book on Brady is get that pressure up the middle and gotta uh, get pressure up the middle. That's what Hicks does. Um, that's so what he does. Hopefully, we'll you'll do that. It is a tough stretch. The rest of the schedule. Should I read it? Not too much. Oh, all right, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> all right, other NFL. Uh, the late afternoon game, uh, Dallas New England was. I put close. I couldn't decide if it was a good game or if it was just a close game. It was game. close. It went to overtime. <laughs> it was pretty close. I know, but you know what I mean. The difference between a good game and a close game. I think it was a good game, but there were a lot of mistakes. I, maybe it was – I shouldn't say mistakes because uh, some of there them were a lot good of plays. events. There were a lot, there of, a lot events. of events that went – turnovers, um, big plays that seemed too easy, uh, kind of both ways that resulted in this. And the uh, – <clears throat> Win probability looks a little bit like the Bengals-Packers, where it's just going violently from one side to the other uh, on it. But Dallas ends up winning 35-29, scoring the touchdown on the first drive in overtime. Dallas is good, 5-1. and one. New England's not. What do we, I don't know. It just seems like two pretty good teams, but one of them's 5-1 and one and one's 2-4. and four. Yeah, Which I, just is a weird takeaway. I don't know. I, I think New England is good at making at murking up, mucking up games, right? Okay. It just seems like every game they're in, no matter who they're playing, whether it be Houston or Dallas, uh, they find a way to make the game ugly and stay in it. Mm-hmm. That's true. Um, there's a lot of New England losing late in the game, cutting to Bill Belichick angrily charging onto the field after just losing. I feel like that's happened almost at least four times this year. Um, so, yeah, maybe New England's just a team that plays close and mucks it up and uh, gets close losses, which is not necessarily a spot you want to be. Um, I think Dallas has a great offense. This is They've now scored 35 points in four straight wins, which is the or fourth time, fourth consecutive game. I think they've won all four. Uh, it doesn't matter. The stat was 35 four, time, four games in a row for the first time in franchise history. Um, I think they have an offense, and I think what we saw in this game, although their defense did have a, a pick six, if they're not getting turnovers, they're going to give up a lot of points. So uh, I think their defense, I th- they're kind of chiefsy to me. I'll talk about the Chiefs maybe in a second, but um, they are going to put up a lot of points, and I think it's gonna be rare to stop them, but I think they're gonna go up a lot of points to be a lot of these high scoring games. I don't know how good they are. And I just don't want them to be good because Mike McCarthy is their coach and that annoys me. If he will if he will do well in Dallas, that would annoy me greatly. <laughs> Speaking of annoying, um Vikings win again. They almost blow a game against uh a very bad Sam Darnold today and uh the Carolina Panthers, but they do hold on and get the victory in overtime. Uh now with three and three, I just feel like they're hanging around, Marlo, and I don't like it. It annoys me. I agree. Uh, I, I'm right there with you. And I saw, I was like, oh, another 
another annoying win. And I, you know, maybe they're just setting it. They're setting up all the Viking fans for their yearly weird disappointment at the end of the season by the hands of Kirk Cousins. Yeah, uh, which will come right away. But yep, Vikings find a way to win again. Yeah, and Kirk Cousins did lead uh, lead a drive to get a game winning field goal that was missed, uh, and then led the game winning drive. So I don't know what. If we're in a world where Kirk Cousins is now winning games on you know clutch drives, I just I don't know. I'm not sure I want to be in that world. Tuck rule. All right, sorry. Tuck rule just happened in in Pittsburgh. I don't know about that. Okay. Uh, all right. Next NFL stat I got or talking point I have Marlo is um, no he tucks that he, he hits it out of his it. own hand. Yeah, that's a fumble. That better that's be a fumble. fumble. I don't know what they the clearly recover it. I didn't see it. Yeah. Uh, oh, for sure. Okay. Uh, tough team. Uh, tough week for my AFC teams, Chargers and Browns, who I'm I'm just really looking for anybody who's not the Chiefs <laughs> at this point. <laughs> we still have the Bills, um, I guess, but Chargers get blown up by the Ravens. Browns get blown out in a uh, – who do they lose to, Marlon Blake? Oh, the Cardinals. Um, I had this game wrong. I thought the Browns were going to be able to be physical – uh, and out physical the Cardinals. That was my kind of my way of talking myself into picking the Browns in my uh, confidence pool. Not a lot of points, but I picked them, uh, and that didn't happen. And in fact, the Browns, at least on offense, got out out toughed with um, Chubb was not in the game. Uh, who's their other running back? He left the game because he was Hunt. injured. Hunt, Hunt left the game with an injury, and um, Baker left the game with an injury. So beat up Browns. Chargers not looking like the teams to challenge in the AFC uh, like they did a week ago. Disappointing for me. Baltimore's yeah. maybe taking their spot. Five and one, beat the crap out of the Chargers. Yeah, possibly. So have you given up on you've given up on the Chiefs? I just I'm looking for someone else to say okay. it's not the Chiefs. If that makes sense, I still think gotcha. it's I think it's going to be the Chiefs until proven wrong just because they have Mahomes. Um, but I'm kind of looking at it and going, okay, if it's not going to be the Chiefs, who else is it going to be? And I have you know, the, the Bills right there at number one besides the Chiefs. Yeah. And I'm trying to look at, and I thought the Chargers and Browns were like, hey, we can compete with these teams and <clears throat> make a run at the AFC championship game and knock one of them out. Uh, and I don't know if I believe that after this game. And I guess Baltimore has kind of supplanted them, and Baltimore is kind of in that group of three now of kind of top AFC teams. Gotcha. So that's my, my thought process. Yeah. All right. There you go. Uh, Gruden effect. We talked about it last week. Resigned, got fired, whatever happened there. Uh, and they came out and dominated the Broncos. So, Marla, was this uh, – a defiance uh, performance to show the world they don't need and didn't like John Gruden, or are the Broncos just not a good football team? Um, can, I mean, can it be? Can it be both? Can it be? It both? could be both. It could be both. I think it could be both. Uh, yeah, players galvanizing around each other. You know, fight for the common for the greater good. Do it for do it for their old coach, however you want to look at it. But yeah, I think I don't think they do it for. I don't think they would do it for him. I think they do it despite him. You do it despite him. That's you thought he was. You thought he was not liked in in no. Vegas. Really? I, 
I mean, I don't know. He's Maybe I'm inferring coach. because I don't like him. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I didn't like him before <laughs> this, and now I definitely don't. Gotcha. Uh, but, yeah, also Denver, not a very good football team. Okay. It could be both. Uh, yeah. Your boy Vic Fangio? Yeah. It's out of there after this year, right? I mean, they're Yeah, not, for sure. They're not doing anything. Okay. Um, next week, Marl, looking ahead. Thursday night, Broncos-Browns. I saw this preview. A lot of orange. <laughs> a lot of orange in the preview. It'll be an interesting... Are they going to call this incomplete? Pete Carroll's looking in disbelief. Oh, he's still looking at it. Um, a lot of orange. I'm. We just talked about the Broncos, right? Vic Fangio. Not. Ha- it doesn't feel like it's happening there. The defense doesn't seem as good as we were led to believe it was going to be. And um, the Browns are banged up. I don't know if they're going to be ready. Uh, ready for. I, those players, that is, will be ready yeah. for the game. So that's a bit worrisome. I don't know. I don't know what to expect from this game because of all those things. And it's Thursday night, which is notoriously unpredictable. Yeah, very unpredictable. God, they need to bring Color Rush back. This would be a great Color Rush game. Can you imagine um, an all-brown <laughs> uniform and an all-orange <laughs> uniform? Yes. Yes. Oh my God! It's so great. Terrible. All right, Sunday Night Football: Colts Forty Niners. I why did this look good on paper at any point? I don't know when this ever looked good on paper. I mean, we're gonna watch for Jonathan Taylor. Yeah, who had a great game today. But yeah, the Colts. I don't know. I guess. I mean, maybe. Okay, how about, this? how about this, Marlo? We'll record a podcast during it. Sounds good. Okay, deal. Sounds good. <laughs> Put it in the key on her. <laughs> um, yeah. uh, 49ers, I don't know what Jimmy Gobble is going to be back. I, I think they had a bye. Did they play today? They didn't play today. Uh, okay. <clears throat> uh, Monday Night Football, Saints, Seahawks. Ah! <laughs> what a time for Russell Wilson to go out. They're on Sunday Night Football... One week, and then the next week they're on Monday Night Football. Um, yeah. Your boy Gino. I, it up. Gino versus Jameis. Gino versus Jameis. They're, like tied, they're tied with Pittsburgh right now with 11-32. They did call it a fumble, it looks like. so. Yeah. Ben's they, not happy. He's yeah, dumbfounded. Tom Brady tuck rule that came back to uh, came back to haunt him. Or haunt, but Roethlisberger, I guess, in the, as it is. Um, I don't know. I, why, why are we watching St. Seahawks, Marlo? Why are we watching St. Seahawks? I don't, I don't I know. I think you I'm, just said it. I think you said Gino and Jameis. <laughs> Jameis have won. Yeah, I guess. I guess. Sure. I'm not really sold. All right. Now, uh, Where, other is, games. It at, is it at New Orleans? Uh, no, it's in Seattle. I think. At least oh. that's the way I wrote it down. Let me look. Okay. Uh, got to watch for the sixth man. Whoops. I just went to that. I mean, it's sixth man. It's twelfth man. I just went to the NHL schedule. I do not need that. No, we're not talking about NHL. Although I was like, I'm going to pick a, a team to cheer for this season, and it's going to be a team with the most Badgers on it. And then it, I think it was the Blackhawks. I was like, oh. Cool. Uh-huh. There you go. I think it was. Uh, I mean, they, had, they had a cool graphic where they had the sweaters, and then it had the names yeah. underneath, and I didn't recognize the names that well. So, um, <clears throat> All right, any other games that interest you? Kansas City, Tennessee is an okay one, Marlo. Can I sell you on that? You could sell me on that. 
That's a that's a good good defense versus good offense. Bad defense versus okay. Oh, I guess a great running back. So yeah. you can sell me on it. Okay. Uh, the other one I guess I'll mention is Cincinnati Baltimore. Uh, Cincinnati winning again against Detroit. They looked good against the Packers. I think Baltimore, as I mentioned, now uh, I think a top three team in the AFC. So should be a good one. Anything else you see that's interesting next week that you're excited about? Uh, nothing. No, nothing I'm excited. No, about. You yeah, yeah. I know. I know. I stole. I stole all of them. Uh, so that is my bad. That is my bad. Um, all right, uh, MLB Marlowe, Uh What's baseball? What is baseball? You, I mean, what a week! What uh, you know? We were we both kind of saw the writing on the wall, but God, it sucked. Yeah, I mean, we were we were for a little bit there. We were baseball city podcast, yeah. and then that was that was a all fun, for like, two weeks. That was a fun. That was a fun couple of days. It's yeah. you know what sucked about it for is like all the games were at like two o'clock. Um, yeah. yeah, your games were all early. Yeah, all at, all at like two o'clock, and just to get just I mean it was they didn't get swept, but to be out like that it just just sucked. Like couldn't even enjoy it. Didn't even get a chance yeah. to like sulk in it for a little bit. So yeah, I was really when I was listening to the Bill Simmons podcast, and he started a, one of his podcasts where he was talking about the Red Sox and how. He fell out of love with the Red Sox, and this team brought him back in, and how he gets to enjoy, how much he's enjoying this special season. And I was just like, you know what? Screw you. You know, I was just like, <laughs> you're like sp- spoiled with this, like, oh, I get to check in on this team, and oh, we're making another World Series run, and look how special this team is to me. And it's like, some of us have been doing this for a couple years, Bill. You know, we didn't check out on our team, and, and how do we, you know... What do we get rewarded with a freaking first round exit to the stupid Braves? God, it's just like when your team's winning, you feel that being special until it's not, right? And yep. it's just, you know, I'm listening to that like a day or two after it just turns out, hey, my team's not a special team this year. And it just, and the, like, and it's why I like listening to Bill Simmons, I think, is be- when he does this kind of like fan stuff, because I think that's what we're trying to do, right? And that's fun for me to listen to. But when it's just like, he seems like a, this fell in his lap. And it's just like, ah, it was like cutting at me <laughs> afterwards. So anyway, MLB, uh, Dodgers are up 4-3 uh, right now as we record, looking to tie the series. Uh and I think the Red Sox are tied at one one two with the Astros. I don't know, whatever. That's all I got. Baseball, it's still happening. We're watching less of it to the World Series. All right, uh, that's football. I mean, that's baseball. Sorry, <laughs> didn't even, <laughs> didn't even register that. Didn't, already <laughs> forgot. Already forgot we covered it. Uh, but what I'll never forget, because America never forgets. Yeah, its favorite segment. Casey's quarter kick. All right, going to be a quick one here. Um, Liverpool crushes. Uh, oh boy. Okay, play at the plate. Um, Liverpool crushes Watford five two zero. And this is, I mean, Liverpool is a better team than Watford, but I mean, not five goals better. But this was just a when the machine is working, when things are firing on all cylinders. Uh, for this Liverpool squad, this is how dangerous they can be. This is how awesome their attacking can be. And when that is happening, my God, is it fun to watch. And we got to see that. 
against Watford. Um, the other key game I kind of circled last week: United losing, uh, United and Leicester City. Uh, Leicester City wins four to two, a big loss for United. I think in their chance to kind of stay with the the top of the teams in the Premier League. And uh, those are the two teams that play next week, Marlo. The the, the matchup I've highlighted, uh, not only because Liverpool plays in it, but the matchup of two of England's top teams, United-Liverpool Sunday. That's the corner kick. There it is. There's the corner kick. That was a good one. I like that one. Yeah. Um. All right. Let's finish with some throw-ins. Yeah. Throw-ins. Throw-ins. Um, I got one. Despite what happened today, uh, Chicago Chicago has another championship. We're champions. Chicago's champions. Nice. We did it. The, the Chicago Sky won the WNBA championship today. And they uh, gave the trophy to Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> no. This <laughs> is this guy's first WNBA championship. Candace okay. Parker throwing in 16 points, 13 rebounds uh, to help him go past... Uh, the Phoenix Sky, I believe that's their third name. Not the Skinny Sky. That's the Chicago Sky. The Phoenix, whoever they are. Um, so Sun? just like the Mercury. just like the just like the NBA, Phoenix loses in the championship. Hometown heroes, uh, like I say, hometowns here. Candace Parker, uh, yeah, comes up with their own. So it's pretty cool. Pretty cool. Candace that Parker is gets her cool. first championship with the, uh, not her first one, but a championship with with Chicago. There I think I've complained about the new Candace Parker commercial, so I won't do that again. Um, have you? I you don't like I that? <laughs> I, I didn't know she had a nickname until that commercial. I, I think they just made it up for that commercial. But Well, I don't like the way I interpret it, and maybe this is a me thing, but uh, at the end, it, where they're like, her name's Candace, some call her Ace or whatever. It's, to me, it feels like a little bit like like a surprise. You didn't think it'd be this person, and it's like, no, I get it. Like, it's Candace Parker. Like, I don't know. It, it, it feels like they're building it up, like it's to lead you to believe it's somebody else, and then mm-hmm. it's her. And it's like the, it's just the framing of it is very strange to me. All right. I don't, I don't, I don't know why, but it is. Um, all right, my throw in Marlow. I didn't put on here. Uh, it might have happened even a week ago, but we didn't talk about it. Uh, Jr. Smith did golfing. Oh, yeah. At a college, and he got attacked by bees, which seems like some sort of omen. <laughs> I don't know what kind of omen. I don't know if it's good or bad, but that's really weird. And it happened. There we go. That was my throw. That's ours. Yeah. Um, NBA starts. NBA that's true. Off. That's true. Um, NBA's tipping off. Yeah, Bucks open against the Nets, who are, I mean, probably going to still be really good, but the Kyrie Irving situation is yikes. Yikes. Uh, and Giannis looks like he might have learned how to shoot a jump shot, so watch Ooh. out, league. Uh-oh. I'm, I, look, I've seen Uh-oh. highlights. I've yeah, seen I know. Some, I was about to say, the Twitter machine. I've seen some highlights, and they have me very excited. They <laughs> <laughs> have me very excited. I did not watch a play of preseason basketball, so. Yeah, no worth it. Yeah, everyone's... Not everyone. Like, I, saw I mean, it happened goal. when we had teams in the playoffs, although you're, I guess it didn't cross with yours as your games were on at 2 in the afternoon. But Yeah. <laughs> 2 in the afternoon. Um, yeah. And then the red and white scrimmage happened today. Yes, that's true. So college basketball right around, right around the corner. Did red or, red or white win? Do you know? I, I don't know. I don't even remember who was on the teams, and I watched the highlights. 
That's what I couldn't even tell you. I think did they do like a weird? Did they do like a weird scoring system? I don't. Know. I don't. Know. I don't know. Anyways, couldn't, uh, don't know. Who knows? I don't. Know. I didn't was on, and I just saw it on Twitter, and I was like, yeah, <laughs> okay, <laughs> cool. All right. Any other throw-ins? No. All right, that's it. Well, that's all I have, Casey. Um, if you guys enjoy this, share it with your friends, please. Also, five-star reviews. Love whoever left the last one. I should have looked that up who that exactly oh, was. But, we'll get you next time. But we'll get you next time. And all the other people leave five-star reviews. We'll yeah. shout you out at the end. That'd be fun. Keep it, Look at <laughs> that. Keep, man, keep it coming. As always, you can find us on Twitter at 132Breeze, myself at MarloJR, Casey at Prof Badger Fan. That will be it for me. Casey, you got any last words? If you listen all the way to the you, five-star review and then listen all the way to the end of the podcast. Yes. Then you then you could hear your name. I, I mean, man, it's better than money, I think. Uh, <laughs> all right, that's all I have, Marlo. Until next time, fellow fans, I hope all your favorite teams win all the sports.